Hi, this is Jose Saldiva, uh, host of the First Year Experience podcast, and joining me today is... Cindy Saldiva, First Year Experience Coordinator. Judith Pinales, Digital Engagement Coordinator. Eduardo Salinas, UTRGV uh, Senior and UTRGV Street Team Member. Terrific. So I've, I've invited our, our guest today to join me in a conversation about thriving in a digital world. And, and so what we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about the different apps that are available to students and how students can use technology to make the transition um, from high school to college uh, just a little bit easier. And so who'd like to start? Well, okay. Um, I know that for our first year experience and basically student academic success, we have teamed up with EAB, who does a lot of software and apps for undergraduate students. So right now we're really trying to push our guide app. And um, the thing with our guide app that makes it so unique from all the other university apps out there is that it's triggered to help you stay on track to graduate. So there are these things called journeys. So it's kind of like a checklist, mm -hmm. but the idea is is that if you meet these little check marks, you go on your journey, and in four years, you graduate. So it's things like registering for classes, making payments. Um, if you have a hold, it will automatically notify you that you have a hold and exactly where you need to go and who you need to talk to to get it removed. Um, you're able to schedule academic advising appointments through the guide app and then get reminders. You're able to email instructors. You're able to set up meetings with instructors all through guide. So um, we're really excited about that. Unfortunately, I don't know if our students really know so much about it, which is why I really wanted to be on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think, I think that's the point. I think just in conversation with students, with faculty, with staff, particularly with staff, I, I hear all kinds of things thrown out. And so I know we were in a conversation a couple of weeks ago about points that you can use it and to, for dining and things like that. And you can earn points, you know, if you check in and, and, and so I, I'd never heard of this. And so I thought, what a great way. Let's bring some people together. Let's have a conversation around this. Uh, the guide app, I know, you know, we, in working with first year students, not a lot of our students know about guide. And so hopefully via the podcast and again, just circulation, you know, as, as long as we can inform as many students as possible, it sounds like a wonderful app, um, you know, to have something to remind you to do some of the really basic things that I think a lot of students not necessarily forget about, but it's easy to kind of just be consumed by sort of the day to day. I've got to go to class. I've got to do this. I've got to do that. Um, and just me as a faculty member, I know I have a laundry list of things that I've got to get to and and the, the day can kind of just, you know, it gets away from you. Yeah. So how about Judith? How about, you know, what's your, your take on all of this? And actually, tell us about your role at the university. So uh, as a digital engagement coordinator, I work with all the university social media platforms. So be it Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, uh, YouTube, LinkedIn, have Pinterest. Um, <laughs> but that one's not our, our forte. But, um, you know... We use all these platforms to communicate with everybody. This is, you know, how we answer your questions, how we keep you informed of what's going on on campus, whether it be Alegria or Midnight Madness, whatever it is, that's how we're informing students. So, for example, when students aren't on the Guide app, they're able to find out this information through us. Um, we started back in August this student group connected to our Facebook page because it's the platform that's most used by everybody. Um, 
and we're able to update them on what's going on. So right now there's UTRGB theater and we're going to push that out and let them know, hey, there's open auditions or meet uh, distinguished speakers. That's coming up tomorrow, actually, this week. Uh, Alegria, Ballet Focorico. Maybe there's deadlines. That one's a really big one. Yeah. So whenever there's a deadline, you know, payment deadline, registration deadline, things of that sort, we're able to push this message to the general student population. So when we started this group, we were like, well, let's see how it goes. And uh, in the span of one semester, it grew to 4,000 students, oh, which wow. is really impressive. Yeah. yeah. At first, you know, it was a little difficult because we had a couple of people in there and, you know, had to be answering everything. But it became this really cool community where students help students. So someone says, hey, I'm having trouble with, you know, my student refund. And other students who have knowledge on these things answer them and they're able to work as a community. So I think that group for us has started a great bond. It's almost like our Snapchat. And our Snapchat is our most famous one. It's where students post everything they see, whether it be the man, the myth, the legend, which I met recently. Uh, and that was very legendary. Um, Things like that, uh, really, we're building community, we're answering questions and representing what UTRGB is through social media. So. Well, and I, I think, you know, technology has kind of redefined community in so many ways. And, um, and so it's nice to see that students have this space where they can go and create this virtual community. Definitely. Um, I think that's a wonderful thing. Um, tell us about your role. What is it that you do? Uh, well, we go out to public events, uh, whether it be in the university or uh, elementary schools, middle schools, high schools. We just try to get students engaged with UTRGV. Uh, like Judith was saying, through social media is the strongest that we've been like ever because uh, students are always on there. It's... Uh, it's more. It's easier to go on social media and create a community rather than go in person. And mm -hmm. so, what we do is we help the university uh, through all these social media channels, kind of connect the students with the university. As students mm -hmm. ourselves, the street teamers, I feel that we relate more to the students. The students relate more to us. Wow! How long have you been doing this? Uh, this is my second semester. Nice. And I'm actually graduating this semester, so sad to go, but... <laughs> so if, if um, it sounds like a really cool job, um, if a student wants to get involved and do something like this? Well, this, this is actually a paid position, so uh, of course when I'm gone, there's going to be a position available here in Edinburgh. So what, you, what students will have to do is uh, go on to the, what is it called? Career Connection. Career Connection and apply for the position. Uh, so it's definitely a really cool job. I wish I had uh, heard about it before last semester because I love what I'm doing. I'm just engaging with students, trying mm -hmm. to get them to feel the pride of UTRGB. Were you going to say something? Yeah, just right now that like he's talking about it, one of the cool things that I find about working with the street team is that we get to teach them how to use all these different platforms, these different apps, maybe different techniques. But it's also really cool that we learn from them because uh -huh. then they learn things like I was in hip with Boomerang, even though it's like huge. I was in hip with Boomerang until like a couple of weeks ago. And that's because they're always doing Boomerang. So they're like, oh, let's, I, I think traditionally, let's take a picture. Let's do the motion um, format that we see from, you know, your iPhone. But they're like, oh, why don't you do a Boomerang? Okay, everybody shake. And I'm like, <laughs> shake? But it's really cool. So there's things that... There's ideas, there's a lot of creativity that goes into what they do. And, yeah. you know, they're, they're like, hey, we're working on this post or we want to let students know. And, and social media, while it can be looked at as a pro and a con, is really beneficial to the student body because 
not everybody is everywhere at the same time. So we might have a poster on this side of campus, yeah. but it doesn't get to the other side of campus. Yeah. And these guys are out there on Snapchat telling everybody, hey guys, we're going to be here. Like there's going to be this going on. Make sure to come out. So by then I get the information and then I'm able to go have fun because I heard it from the street team yeah. or whatever other group does it. And I think that's the cool thing about having them around. I think what's so unique about the street team rather than uh, working in an office is that, like I said, we're students, so we're always around campus. We're seeing what events are going on. So immediately we're able to go on social media or let the uh, coordinators know, hey, this is going on. You know, you should post it. Yeah. Uh, get the UTRG community to go. Well, and I think, you know, something that hasn't been said that, that I think when we think about how um, social media and technologies kind of redefine community space um, you know, a lot. The majority of our students are commuters, right? UTRGV is a, is a commuter school. Um, the phrase that gets thrown around a lot is a "parking lot student," and so the students that that come here, they go to class and then they leave, right? So, really, they don't see anything else outside of the classroom that they attend or the parking lot. And so, I think you know that's one of the huge advantages of social media and just technology, and that you don't necessarily have to be on campus to be up to date to see what's going on or to say, "Do I have to? I have to drive to campus to go find out what's going." Going on, or I can just check in, and all of a sudden I can see what the street team's doing. I can see what's going on here, and on one of the many right social social media platforms. Um, I think that's terrific, and I think that's that's a tremendous way to just to, to again build community and just to outreach to students. Um, because I, I don't I don't know. I feel like. Um, not being here, I don't think, is necessarily um, as powerful an excuse anymore that you have something like social media and technology. And I think we've totally redefined the whole parking lot student primarily through Snapchat. Uh, social media as a whole, you know, you get the update on Twitter, you get your email, you get it on Facebook, you're looking for an event, whatever it is. But our university is very unique in the sense that when our student body hopped on uh, Snapchat for information, they went all the way. So you could be at home in Rio Grande City, and then you're going to see that in two days, this club that you've been wanting to join is having the meeting that you've been waiting to hear about to actually join. Yeah. And so that's going to motivate you to get out of your house, come to campus, and say, hey, I found out about this versus I never knew they had a meeting. You know, you might see it in the student group where, hey, guys, like, does anybody have this class? Can we get together and study? And it just kind of creates, again, that community we talked about. So you stop being a parking lot student. You start being an on-campus student, or even if it's through Skype on the phone since we're a commuter school. Yeah. I think a lot of people are getting more into the Skype feel of having conversations and I think that's what's very exciting for me as a coordinator to see the student body experiencing. Have you gotten any feedback from, um, if, for example, I, I remember several years ago I was on the um, the student union board, uh, advisory board, and have you gotten any feedback from places like the student union or any of the organizations or other offices on campus to say, just attendance is up, right? We, we're, they're seeing the impact of it in real numbers in terms of we get more students involved or we're seeing more students at Midnight Madness or at, or at any of, one of a number of events. Have, have, have any of the offices come back or, or has there been an attempt to, you know, are we having the kind of effect that we really hope we're having? So I think uh, 
We see this through analytics. Okay. Uh, when we go back after an event, uh, we see how many people engaged with it, how many people actually participated, how many people shared maybe an event, how many people uh, interacted with us really. Um, so it's not just sending an email and wondering if the person ever read it. Yeah. You actually get uh, whether they saw it for more than three seconds, if they clicked on it, if they looked for more information. That's one of the ways we measure. And a lot of people, after we run a campaign, let's say for the student union, uh -huh. we do see those results. Uh, and another thing is you start seeing the pictures at events and you start seeing the crowd goes up. Yeah. So people are more informed. I know uh, recently there was a basketball game, a, a back to school night. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, with the commuter kind of thing, not everybody from Brownsville gets to come to a game. So I think they worked out this thing where they had a watch party at Casa Bella. And because we, you know, promoted it, we said, hey, get out there. You know, there's going to be this here and there's going to be this tailgate over here. We saw a really big spike in people attending the watch party wow. because they were more informed. And you can see the pictures. I mean, everybody was in there having, I think the day ended up being cold. So we had like hot chocolate and pan dulce. But you see the difference in attendance when through your analytics and through your outcomes. So definitely everybody wants to, a lot of departments do come and say, hey, street team, can you announce this? Or, hey, UTRGV, can you post this? Because they start seeing those those results. Um, and it's super cool to, to see that you're part of that. I think as a student, uh, when I came here as a freshman, like you said, this is kind of a commuter school and we're trying to move away from that. Uh, I used to come here and go to class, go back home, probably take a nap, do my homework. <laughs> um, but now I see that uh, back then Snapchat wasn't a huge thing. Yeah. And now it's a really huge thing. And I, I attend these events and I see crowds of students and uh, they have this spirit in them. And it's it's amazing to, to, to know that when I was a freshman. I, I would go to an event probably there'd be like three people yeah. and now it's a crowd of people so I think we're definitely moving away from that commuter school and that's awesome wow that's great so we're on every social media platform out there well Vine died so <laughs> no Vine died so no, no, no longer no longer Vine um, okay so we're on every social media platform um, what about apps so we, I know we've got the guide app what are other apps that maybe students should be using to really to get the most out of the experience Mm, so guide and maybe Eddie can correct me if I'm wrong guide, guide is a good way that we've established uh, helps our incoming freshmen and even further on right so guide it, it started out we piloted pilot it, it with the incoming freshmen however now it's the whole oh, student it's body. body and the way it is is that each journey you will see will depend on what your standing is right. so a junior is not going to see what a first year student is going to see and a senior so if you continue it throughout the four years you'll be getting different notifications it's extremely tailored so definitely like to stay on top of your academics uh guide has worked out i know the street team tried it they enjoyed it we looked into it it was a good uh application to have just to keep you in track of hey i have a hold instead of showing up and saying hey i'm ready for class and then no you're not so <laughs> having that to help you out is definitely yeah. a good tool but i also know as a university uh we use microsoft office so that whole suite of you know notes teams uh, we have powerpoint on there there's different uh, ways your share drive all those different things it's a good way to centralize everything and they all come in apps so personally I mean if I had this as a student which I did I think I just never opened it um, Microsoft Office offers notes 
And it's a great way to divide into class, you know, by section, depending mm -hmm. on the day you took the notes, if you're on the go. Versus, to me, writing traditionally sometimes doesn't always work. Yeah. So keeping this in a shared way so that I can have my notes on my phone, on my laptop, and on my tablet whenever I need them is just so much more convenient. And it's so nice also to use, like, the SharePoint and the OneDrive so you never have to worry about a USB or did yes. I leave it, did I forget it, and now I see, like... My high school nieces and nephews with USBs, and I'm like, they still make. It. Like, I'm just so used to like everything is in no, the cloud. It's so it's, convenient. Yeah, it's really convenient. It's yeah. really great. And Teams is one that we recently got on, yeah. and Teams is a way uh, that you can share information, projects, you know. So that one, I I feel like with them, I'm like, guys use Teams, and I'm like, I just wish I could have used Teams when I was in your place. But it's a good way to share projects, sharing your files. It's sort of like a shared drive, but with the specific purpose of having teamwork involved, and you can have conversations conversations and things of that sort but so it sounds like we've got all the bases covered in terms of you know we've got guide we've got the microsoft office suite in terms of our academics and where do we need to be uh, um, courses and important dates and whatnot sharing of information but then it also has sounds like we've got sort of the social aspect too right the building of the community via our social media platforms what's next What's next? Like, and like, yeah, where, where are we headed now? Well, I mean, so you've got the university, I'm sure, has a mission for how it wants to use social media, right? Improve engagement, create community. Um, for you, right, in your position, where would you like to see social media go or even just technology for the students? I think in general, right now, it's a very useful tool. It can also be, you know, a little crazy when you leave everything in one device. Um, but I, I do see it continuing to grow to the point where I know right now we offer online courses, you know, uh, across campus. So you can take like a integrity course, I believe, and you can be in Edinburgh or in Brownsville, but you're still taking the same course, same professor. You just might be seeing him over Skype. Hmm. Um, so I definitely like the way we've grown. I'm excited to see what other advances we have coming up. I know there's certain ways that we can reach out to students mm -hmm. and, um, and you know, without doing anything out of the blue or scaring you, just popping, hey, UTRGB sent you a message, you know. It's, it's a good way to interact with students. So definitely um, trying to find new technologies mm -hmm. where we can uh, dip into to talk to our students better, just to have that open line of communication. As yeah. a university, you know, you have a question and you have no idea where to ask. There can be this one place. I know we have, you know, the the university operator, but students don't always think, let me call the university operator, or it's 501, and you're like, well, I'm not calling. So since it's closed, where do you ask? Um, it's we also have seen intimidating to, like, even me. Sometimes to call. 37 yeah. years old, and sometimes I'm calling somebody, and I'm like, oh. Like, <laughs> and you don't know how to ask. Right. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, so I can totally see how, like, Facebook is just so much easier. Like, Yes. Hey. I think it takes away that formality of having to know exactly what you're asking when you're asking. So I am the type of person, I don't know if anybody else in the room is, that will Google something the way I'm thinking of it. So I'm like, things I can do all around this thing. And I might not know the exact word at the moment, but then I remember it once I Googled it. So that's, that's how things help me out. So I feel um, a lot of the times when students ask questions, 
through UTRGB's Facebook or even if it's through Twitter, they feel a lot more confident. And, and we do make sure that we sign off, you know, either yeah. from whoever it is or, you know, what's going on. You can email us as well um, to make it more personal because before yeah. social media was about, you know, I like Coca-Cola. So you kind of felt that connection to Coca-Cola. But now that company wants to make that personal connection with you. So now what do we do? Um, we make it more personal touch. So I signed off JM. So if you ever have a message from the university that says JM, that's probably me. Uh, there's no other JM right now. So <laughs> <laughs> I hope. But uh, that that's a really cool way to personalize it. And it takes away the intimidation of, hey, I have a question about what is full time? Yeah. You know, what is, what is financial aid? really do I qualify for financial aid and you can ask and I feel that students you know we do end up uh, recommending like go call this office visit this professor but now they do it with more confidence than they would have initially so that's a very good point uh, I think uh, social media, definitely like you said, um, it's kind of m a little less personal rather than talking on the phone. So people are definitely more confident to approach a question or something. I think my goal for the university in the like just going on, uh, I want to see both campuses more like rather than being, oh, it's Brownsville, oh, it's Edinburgh. I want to see, no, it's UTRGV. I love traveling and I know sometimes it's inconvenient. But I think my goal would be for students to be like, you know what, I have a class in Brownsville, so what? Mm -hmm. You know, uh, one of the cool things that we saw on uh, Facebook recently was the day it snowed. So it didn't just snow in one place. It snowed all over the valley, yeah. which was super exciting. Um, and so what was everyone's first reaction? Well, I mean, obviously, probably nobody was sitting in their office and no student was in class. <laughs> but... Uh, but everybody was out there taking pictures, and yeah. so um, one of our uh, one of the members of our video team got out there and shot this beautiful picture of the UTRGB signage, uh, which Facebook blew up. Right? Yes, on yeah. Facebook, and I'm still like, I don't want to take it down. It's so beautiful. <laughs> but um, it, it's a thing that everybody was able to relate with because you saw UTRGB, you saw it in the snow, and it was a very exciting thing. Yeah, and I think in, in that sense, like Eddie says. You know, not making it about whether it's in one city or another or who took this or that. It was just UTRGV in the snow and people just fell in love with that. So that's an example to me of how great social media can be to connect different places at the same time. Okay. So we're running out of time, but I, I have to ask this. What's the downside? Because like, like we're, we're just just real quick. So as a as a as a faculty member, faculty mem faculty talk. And so I remember we uh, we always have a conversation about email and just email etiquette. And so students will often email us like a text message and just like, yeah. hey, <laughs> what are you know what do I do about this? Or even just incredibly informal. And so I, I know for for us that's something. We have to be mindful of. We have to remind our students, like, look, when you when you're sending an email, it's it's almost like a formal letter, right? right. You're saying, what do you all see as some and of the potential pitfalls? Kind of what that is, understanding that our students may be very tech savvy in certain ways, very social media literate, but when it comes to emails, are they being taught what it is? Like, I've received emails where students write the whole message in the subject. 
Yeah. You know, and it's like we assume that students know these things because they're always on their phone. So yeah. is it like how do we start teaching them these skills and where do we see that? I think one of our biggest, uh, in general, yeah. humans, one of our biggest uh, accomplishments and pains has been autocorrect. Because people forget how to spell things because you don't have autocorrect. You're like, uh, how do you spell business? You know, something yeah. like that. And, and it's so funny. Um, there are downsides, of course. You know, you, you take a little bit out of the professional. But I think that's something that you yourself have to take on and say, this is social media and this is the class setting. So, you know, when I'm a scholar, I'm not thinking, LOL, I'm actually laughing out loud, like really laughing. Uh, Because a lot of times we say, LOL, and I think I've heard people say, LOL, and I'm like, wait, you don't actually say it. Um, You know, you you have to separate your academic from your scholarly. And while you can enjoy the academic on social media, you definitely have to remember that the classroom isn't an app. The classroom is still the classroom. You're still in there to learn. You still have to formalize everything, but your social media is just this informal way of sharing information. Yeah. Uh, So I don't know if that answers that. No, I think that's great. And I think, and and even for me as a faculty member, when you said that, when you said I I get emails and students will write the entire message in the subject heading, um, And I'm thinking, wow, but then I'm thinking, they don't, you know, they, they've grown up in a world where they don't have to e- ever email. Right. Mind you can mm-hmm. text message or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so for my generation, we, we grew up with, like, sort of came along with email. Right. And so we understand the formality of it and at least the sort of the rules that, that kind of come along with it. Um, and so I, I never thought about that until you, like, just that example, kind of like, whoa. You know, yeah, students tip, maybe typically don't email, right? And so, I'm curious from a student street team position, how do you see the disadvantage of texting? Well, I think definitely social media is more informal, like we're saying. So you're obviously going to have this student who uh, doesn't message you formally. Uh, but I think it's just a skill that students are going to develop as they grow professionally in college. I know. Uh, uh, in my age, I know a little bit of both. I knew email etiquette, and I texted my friends, LOL, whatever. Uh, but I think, like, students nowadays, definitely they didn't grow up with email. Uh, it's more social media, more informal. So I think it's just something that they're going to develop as they grow professionally in college. Thank you. Well, um, this has been incredibly informative. Um, and so I think lessons to be learned, right? We're covering all bases. We've got the guide app. We've got, you know, I mentioned the Microsoft Suite and, and all of the apps that come with that. You know, the, the universities on nearly every form of social media, right? There's no excuse not to be connected. And so I, I guess for all of our students, all of our listeners, um, get connected, right? It's, it's not an excuse, right? Um, we've got a... a a very full sort of online community, right? And so students should take advantage of that. And it seems like a lot of these resources can help ease that transition for our students that are, that are coming to the university for the first time or maybe even have been here for a while. Um, any final thoughts? 
I think we can all agree, stay connected. I mean, there is one way whether you don't have a Facebook and you're strictly on Snapchat or you're more of a tweeter, um, you can definitely follow us on Twitter. But uh, stay connected inside the classroom, I think, off your phone uh-huh. is very important to remember, but also stay connected when you leave the classroom and, and know that everything you do at the university can help you grow uh, into your future career. Or if you don't stay connected, you can do the exact opposite of why you're here. So, Excellent, excellent advice. Well, I think uh, we should get uh, students um, students to get involved in online communities. If you don't like personal uh, involvement, just like you said, stay connected. Get involved in Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, anything. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you all for joining me today. Um, it's been incredibly informative um, and eye-opening for me. Um, this concludes another episode of the First Year Experience podcast. Um, we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.